Welcome to our channel. As you take your time to listen to God's word today with us, we believe and pray that this sermon will be a blessing for you as well as your family. God has a word for us this morning and word that I already shared in the dawn prayer, but I felt in my heart to reinforce that and reshare that. So those of you who came to the dawn prayer, maybe this might be a double dose of the word for you. But maybe God might take it in a fresh angle. You never know, right? So God's word is always fresh. The word that God gave for us this month or the theme that God gave for this month is King City Church, you have to run with endurance. Everybody say run with endurance. We are called to run with endurance endurance amen how many of you like running here anybody who likes running wow i man so many people y'all like running great great that's good that's good okay put your hands down put your hands down how many of you actually run yeah that's what i thought the people who said i like running did not raise their hands for the second question it was the totally different people who uh, you know who put their hand up That's interesting. So many of us like the concept of running. And some people actually run. Many of us love the concept of following Jesus, the concept of being close to God, the concept of encountering God, but only very few take steps to encounter God. Only few of us take a step to experience God in our life in day-to-day basis. Whether it be our spiritual life or physical life or everyday life, we often tend to give up on life. Anybody has ever felt like giving up and running away? I think I should put my hand up. But this is not the time to give up. Turn to the person sitting next to you, look at them and tell them, this is not the time to give up. If you're not sitting next to anyone, And if you're talking to an empty chair, we are little worried about you. Don't talk to an empty chair. I'm concerned. Am I not seeing the person there? (laughs) All right, find someone, sit next to someone. Josh, join with this guy here. Yeah, Godson, I think he can see somebody there. I don't know who he's talking to, but all right. Join somebody, sit, with, sit next to someone, that's right. Now, tell them, tell them, look at them and tell them, this is not the time to give up. This is the time to endure. Now, go with me to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. The verses will come on the screen, I believe, and we can all read it together, shall we? On the count of three, two, one, go. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses... Let us throw off everything that hinders. Next verse. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Let us therefore throw off everything that hinders and the sins that so easily entangles us. You know, life is often marked with challenges, marked with trials. Sometimes you like what you do. Sometimes you try to like what you do. Sometimes you know life is good and sometimes you, you feel that life is going great but then suddenly a challenge comes in and then a question comes in and then that turns into a doubt 
and lot of things kind of keep playing in your head and then you the very thing that you believed that you're called for you start questioning that is anybody with me are you able to track and that becomes a real struggle but i believe that god has given us a word this morning and he is calling us to move forward he's calling us not just to run for the sake of running but he is calling us to run with endurance there's a difference between perseverance and there's a difference between endurance many of us want to persevere and perseverance is a external you know activities that you take in order to not give up but endurance come from a heart that says i know i can do all things through christ who strengthens me our endurance does not come from encouragement our endurance does not come the attitude of endurance does not come from people praising us many of us want to be praised right many of us want to be complimented many of us want to be appreciated and when you're not appreciated when you're not complimented when you're not recognized what do you want to do you want to give up you want to say i did all of this and nobody ever cares but that is not the attitude of one who is enduring now i want to shift from your thoughts from taking this sermon in a physical form but taking it more into your spiritual being now i know on the outside god has given you great promises and you need to persevere in your work in your studies in your career in what you believe that god has called you to do that is great but there is a deeper sense to this verse the deeper sense to this verse is not about just the material physical aspects of this life that we live here now no 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 the deeper sense of this verse is called we are called to endure in our faith the faith that you are called to endure does not only give you strength to live today but also to meet jesus and live in eternity with him anybody excited about eternity many promise many people promise you many things but nobody can promise you a forever in love two people will promise you i, I love you forever i will do this for you forever and and they keep talking about this forever moments only to realize that there are limitations to those forevers when mood changes when challenges comes when the other person does not do what you expected to do the forever it's a pause that day today i'm not going to do the forever thing <laughs> but god is not a guy who pauses on us he doesn't stop on us he keeps loving us and he is a god who promises forever to us the relationship that we have with jesus forever the love that he has shown over your life is forever the grace that he's poured over your life is for the forgiveness that is given for you is for ever and the journey that we live with jesus is forever and as he has promised forever and eternity 
how can we as humans who does not have the power to make something forever how do we follow a limited how does a limited human being follow a forever god how does a limited human being who has an expiry date over his life follow an eternal god are you ready to know the secret by faith by faith and by faith alone nothing else nothing else and this is why we are called to endure in faith if you are endure, enduring your life because of an inspiration let me tell you something inspirations die inspirations die you might be inspired by a person but you we are not inspired by jesus we are experiencing jesus and we experience the faith that he gives to our lives there's a difference between persevering and enduring and this verse clearly talking about you you need to you need to endure you need to endure by faith and as you endure by faith then you are able to persevere the right things everybody say right things a lot of times when you don't endure your life in faith you end up persevering the wrong things oh i spent 10 years of my life doing this hey was god in it was god in it i believe this was going to happen i thought it was a done deal did god say that to you i felt like he did we need to endure in faith and be persistent in faith and only then you will be able to chase after the right things that god has for your life otherwise we end up chasing the wrong things and many of us listen to me many of us when we chase the wrong things and we end up in failure and we often use this word ah it's my fate it's my fate it's my fate anybody said that it's my nobody uses that word ella en thalai eltho it's my fate now as christians as followers of jesus i know sometimes we use it colloquially and maybe sometimes we use it on its meaning but whether you're using it colloquially or actually if you believe in faith i need you to understand we don't live by fate we live by destiny are you listening to me church we don't live by fate fate is something that is you just receive what's there and you just don't know how it is and what it is and all that but no that's that's fate is you think all oh, this this is all it is that's not the promise that's not the promise jesus did not die for your for your fate jesus not is not challenged god is not challenged by your fate god's heart is moved by your faith and all of us need to understand that the concept of fate does not apply to followers of Jesus somebody say amen it doesn't it nullif it's nullified 
Because you see, God, because if you go by that verse, if you go by that word faith, explain Jeremiah 29, 11 to me. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Nobody knows their fate. But they think there is a fate and then they accept something as a fate. Nobody is unpredict- they think it's unpredictable. Whereas Jeremiah 29, 11, God is clearly talking and clearly saying that, For I know, which means whatever you do not know, don't worry about it. For I know the plans that I have for you. For I know your future from the beginning. In fact, I know your end from the beginning. Can anybody claim that? No one can. He again talks to Jeremiah in 1.5. He says, even before you were formed in your mother's womb, I know you. When God says no, the word K-N-O-W, right? When he says that, it means that he's a sovereign God And he really knows it all. He really knows it all. You know, uh, can I talk to some young people here, maybe teenagers in this room? You know, when when you know already, you know something already, and your parents gives you an advice on it, what is your response? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. You're connecting, right? You say, ah, I know, I know. It's it's not just young people, even the... uh, grown-ups right even the grown-ups yeah I know I know I know I know right because you don't like to be told what you know but sometimes we go to God saying God let me explain this to you in prayer <laughs> but God goes he never says I know I know I know shut up <laughs> He's like, oh really? Tell me. Because all he wants is, even in our innocence and ignorance, he still wants to hear your voice. He still wants to hear your heart. And at the end he says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. And sometimes God says no to you. N-O. He says no to you. N-O, no to you. And many of us get discouraged because he said no. You know why he said no? Because he knows. Are you tracking this? He said an ode to you because there he knows he, that he's a K-N-O-W God. So even when you're rejected, even if you feel like God is making some delays in your life and he's putting an N-O in your life, The only thing that you need to be assured of is even it's an N-O. I know my God is a K-N-O-W. He knows it all. So I'm going to trust Him. I'm going to trust Him. And when you have this attitude, this is where your faith is enduring. This is an enduring faith. This is a persevering faith. Pastor, it's amazing when I hear this as a sermon, but practically really like it's hard it's tough i'm going to simplify this for you are you ready based on hebrews 12 1 and 2 i just want to draw attention to you to three things 
that you need to do in order to persevere in faith in order to run with endurance no matter what season that god has allowed in your life right now let me tell you something and i want to say this prophetically over all of your lives god wants you exactly where you are right now can i hear an amen whether it's good things whether it's delayed things whether it's bad stuff happening in your families things that you did not expect to turn out god wants you exactly where you are because he knows everybody say my god knows he knows it all we might feel like why god like why but trust him trust him trust him here's number 1 if you need to follow jesus and run with endurance cast off all the hindrances the only way you can run with endurance and in faith is by casting off all hindrances you know hebrews 12:1a uh, the first part of the verse it says therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses why is the writer writing that is because in in hebrews chapter 11 He's talking all about the patriarchs of faith Abraham Moses all the prophets they all endured in faith not that they knew it all not that they were perfect but by faith they endured it they experienced God in a whole another level Moses experienced God in a whole another level Abraham experienced God in a whole another level and god also wants us to experience him in different dimensions so there is clouds of witnesses around you to tell you those who have walked before you to tell you don't let anything throw you off but you are to throw off everything that hinders you that hinders you from running with jesus that hinders you in order to run with endurance therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness let us throw off everything that hinders if there's anything in your life that has been initiated without god being at the center of it and if that is turning into a hindrance for your faith to be connected to god and if there's anything that is a deviation The Bible does not say pray about it. The Bible does not say find counseling about it. The Bible does not say ask for a, a for a deliverance meeting. The Bible did not even say fast and pray. The Bible says chuck it out. Chuck it out. Chuck it out. Because those hindrances will slow you down. and if you keep entertaining it it will kill you are you with me a christian without faith is a dead man are you listening to me you might be alive on the outside jumping up and down but if your faith is not centered around jesus and if your faith life is not buzzing with jesus being in your life we are dead people spiritually 
we are dead and we will be the fish that just floats wherever the water goes wherever the world carries you you'll be just going and thinking that you are succeeding you are achieving you have it all and one day you wake up to realize you have lost it all throw it away throw it away it might be a thought process that is hindering you from seeing jesus throw it away it could be your laziness throw it away it could be a doubt mindset doubting yourself throw it away it is not from god it might be an idol in your life something that you are giving more attention to maybe a friendship maybe a relationship you're constantly driven you're constantly thinking about that what are you always thinking about check your mind what are you always thinking about are you always thinking about what others are thinking about you you are worshiping yourself you know that oh is your mind always thinking about how good looking you are and how you show on the outside your idol is you are you always thinking and worried about money and how much you can have and what you can do with it money has become your idol and you can't be attached to god with idols in your life and the bible says chuck it out everybody say i chuck it out i throw it out in jesus name here's number 2 the number first thing you got to do is you got to cast off hindrances the second thing you got to do is you got to run with perseverance perseverance are is a very important aspect for you to develop endurance in your heart like i said before difference between perseverance and endurance is perseverance are external matters external disciplines that you put in place for example the anchor wall that we have the habit that you've written down you got to persevere in that habit so that it takes you to the goal that god has for us this year but what we what do we end up doing is that we write it down and then we persevere distractions we are deviated and we persevere in deviations we are persevering in diversions no 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 you got to run with perseverance many times you know what kills your perseverance it's always selfishness self-centered thinking me mine i am and all about me but when we come to church we perform we we sing it out oh it's all about you jesus it's all about you but truly god knows is it really since when even while you're worshiping it's not all about jesus it's all about you because you think that if you don't lift your hands and worship and and really stay connected people are watching you and then they know that you know you are not spiritually connected so it has become an external performance now but is it coming truly from your heart only god knows even i don't know only you know only god knows what are you persevering what are you persevering the second part of verse 1 it says 
you know let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us entangles us who is the fastest runner Usain Bolt now when he was running did he see did you see him where does Usain Bolt come from Jamaica yeah 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 you won't know you don't know anything about running I know Where does chicken come from? KFC. Okay. Usain Bolt comes from Jamaica. Everybody say Jamaica. Yeah, say like a Jamaican, okay? All right. Now, when he was running, did you see him carry his suitcase on his head during the Olympics? I come from Jamaica. I am not giving up my suitcase. Did he do that? Did he carry any weight on his head? No. Did you see his legs, uh, his legs being tied when he was running? Was his leg tied? He was running freely, right? Many of us want to endure in faith, persevere after God th- God's things, but you have a suitcase of sins over your head. Hello? You have suitcase of burdens that is not yours. You have suitcase full of other people's opinions you have a suitcase full of what others think about you you have a suitcase full of advices hello you know that advices that is not really leading you to God you have a suitcase full of them but your prayer is take me Lord make me closer to you and then There are sins in your life that has entangled you. Sins, you know what it does? It ties your leg together. It ties your body together. It it grasps around you and you don't even realize that you are entangled by it but yet you are singing about freedom. You're praying and claiming, I am free, I am free, I am free indeed. But yet you go back falling into the trap of the devil all the time. The reason being we are entangled by it. We don't believe that God has actually set us free. We don't live from the place of freedom. We try to overcome sin through our own, through our own strength. Why you need grace if you can overcome sin by your own strength? Why do you need the cross if you can overcome sin with your own strength? You could have done it all. Many of us need the grace of God to get saved, but we don't access the grace of God to live under the salvation. The sin will entangle you. Allow the Holy Spirit to cut it off. Your burdens, throw it off. Your sin, cut it off. There's no entertainment here. There's no other business here. There's no, you know, sometimes you think sin is like, oh, um, you know, I used to drink before, now I don't drink anymore. I used to be addicted to this. No, 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 no. There's no such thing as big sin and small sins. You know, under grace, the standard is high. In the Old Testament, if you commit something, it's a sin. In the New Testament, even if you think about it, you're gone. 
because God dwells in you within you so this is why you need the indwelling presence of the Lord to strengthen you and help you run with perseverance pastor is this even possible absolutely absolutely let me tell you a single line and I want you to write down or remember it don't try for worldly success without divine persistence let me say that again don't try for worldly success without divine persistence you know at work you might have failed at work you might not be the best as a student you might not be the perfect student somebody say amen oh you all are perfect students huh tell me ah very good but god is not looking for perfection he's looking for a heart that will follow a perfect god your worldly success is not on how perfect you do stuff even when you fail can you seek him can you get back up and say god i messed up i own it up and i'm going to say i need you lord help me i'm going to try again i'm going to try again it is those people that have a dif- you know different definition to kingdom success you are not setting yourself up for worldly success you are setting yourself for kingdom success your success in your job in your profession as a student in your ministry everything is connected to the kingdom shake the person sitting next to you just shake them nicely just shake them nicely did you did you do that yeah and now tell them we are kingdom people everything we do here on earth is connected to the kingdom so how can you be how can you is it wrong to achieve worldly success it's not but if your focus is on this worldly success you will fail because that perspective is a very limited perspective but if your focus is on jesus this is where verse 2 comes You know verse 2 says if you want to apply if you want Hebrews 12:1 to be a reality in your life you got to make 12:2 as the untangible truth of your life 12:2 it says fixing your eyes on Jesus everybody say i fix my eyes on Jesus even when the going gets tough Don't look at yourself of how much you are struggling. Can you be remembered what Jesus endured on the cross? I had a bad day at work. Don't talk about the cross to me today. It's not about the bad day at work. It's not about the toughness of life and the challenges of life. You have somebody who's endured something greater for a greater purpose and sometimes there is burdens in your heart that you're carrying pray into it and fix your eyes on Jesus. 
whatever that you are attempting to do do it with your eyes on jesus not worldly standards not people who have achieved things in the world you might going to become a you know a cardio surgeon and and probably you would google the greatest cardio surgeon of all times and maybe somebody from the from the america or india would pop up and then you do all the research about him and try to find out and and how he achieved that and stuff like that but can i tell you something even that is limited but if you can truly go into your heart and find out the greatest heart surgeon of all times his name is jesus he would come up on the top no matter what profession if you're an electrician and you're trying to look for who did great stuff invented great stuff jesus god would come up on the top again because in the beginning hello somebody god created he said a word and there was light but you and i we look for the switch in the dark even the greatest of minds are limited under the all knowing god so why are we looking for the limited place when you have an unlimited god inside you who is ready to expand your mind expand your heart give you opportunities and all you need to do is fix your eyes on him and he will give you ideas nobody can put a patent on it god given ideas no minds could think about it but it comes only from god i like ask the band to join on stage and if you need to persevere if you need to endure very simple throw off the weight throw off the hindrances the going is getting tough analyze your life and find out okay what is what is it that that's really stopping me to get close to god where am i wasting my time what what's going on here self examine yourself and number 2 is you got to run with perseverance which means that no tangles with tangles you cannot run you cannot run with tangles Anybody uh, you, you know have you have experiences in christmas decoration I f- often find right end of the year we take all the decoration especially the serious serial light somehow i put it as neatly as possible and i leave it in a box and then 11 months later i open it and every year it's not the way i put it it's some it's somehow it's tangled it's a mystery and every year you have to untangle it to put it back up are you following me and sometimes you think if i if i just if i just sit not be involved in anything not be distracted by anything just just my existence itself maybe might help me with my faith it doesn't you'll still get entangled in your own thoughts entangled in your own mind 
that's why we say be connected to a life group be connected in ministry be connected with god's people because we are not called to untangle ourselves we need great cloud of witnesses who can help us all and run this race with faith together everybody say we are better together can we all stand together the only way you can you and i can be better together is by fixing our eyes on jesus thank you for listening to our sermon today we hope that it was a blessing for you as well as your family if you would like to support our ministry, you can do so by visiting kingcitychurch.org forward slash give. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe and hit the bell icon to be notified on our upcoming sermon. We hope to see you next week with another inspiring sermon. Until then, God bless you all.